Welcome to the Life Story Coach Podcast, where you'll hear interviews, tips, and advice on the craft and business of personal history and life story writing, with your host, Amy Woods Butler. Hello, friends, and thank you for joining me for this early episode of the Life Story Coach Podcast. My overall aim with this show is to create a space for conversation about the field of personal history, both for people already working as personal historians and for those of you who may be new to the field or or maybe even just new to the idea of shifting into this career as a personal historian. So I'd like to start off by giving you an overview of just what personal history is, because honestly, most people have never heard of it. Even now, after working for years in the field, I still get a blank look from people when they ask me what I do for a living, and I tell them personal history. And it doesn't surprise me. It's no wonder, right? Um, I'm not really that fond of the term personal history, mostly because it's so ambiguous. But here's my definition. Personal history is the craft and business of helping people record their life stories and family histories. So these are legacy projects that can take many different forms, from audio recordings to videos, um, even websites. But the the medium that I work in is books. So um, for the most part, what I do with my clients is I create long-form narratives um, interspersed with some photos and that are printed and bound. Um, and all of my books are written in first person. So it's as if the storyteller were actually writing the book. Um, and my, my aim is to, to capture their voice. So um, to capture the voice that they would have if they were themselves a writer. So who are these storytellers and why do they want a book or, or other legacy project about their life? And who are these projects um, going to be for? So I've been asked to speak to quite a few groups about personal history, and I have never yet addressed one where at least someone, and usually more than one person, has um, tried a little bit of life story writing themselves. So tried to get their stories down on paper. Now, let me be clear, these are not writers groups that I've been addressing. These are people who are financial advisors or estate lawyers or business people of other sorts. Um, People who do not consider themselves writers and people who do not necessarily have the urge to write. But what they do have is the urge to preserve their memories, to pass along the stories of their lives to their kids and their grandkids. So the desire to reminisce and reflect back on our life, um, it's, it's a natural part of our life, um, especially as we get older. So for those of you who have studied psychology or education, you might remember Eric Erickson's developmental stages, right? The stages that each of us pass through in our life. Um, and they're each defined by specific needs relating to our sense of identity. So for example, the baby's need for nurturing from its parents or when we get to middle age, our need for, um, you know, possibly when our, our kids are gone from the house and um, we have this need for a, a deeper sense of meaning in our life. 
Well, for older folks in our later years, um, the need that Eric Erickson uh, described was it, it revolved around reflection, around looking back at our lives to find that sense of meaning, to, to make sense of this long ride that we've been on, right? This ride of life. Um, and Telling stories, you know, it's not new to that phase of life. We, we tell stories about ourselves and our experiences all the way through life. Um, but in later years, that need sharpens and intensifies. Um, and it's not just about making sense of our lives for ourselves. It's about this desire to pass the accumulated wisdom on to the next generations. It's a way to connect to younger generations, to say to them, hey, yeah, the world of, of my youth is very different from the world that you're growing up in, but let me tell you how I grew up. Let me show you me, um, not just the me that you know as a grandparent or as a parent, but the me as a person, and all this great stuff that I've experienced and learned and the fun that I've had and the sad times that I've gone through and all of the really, really, really hard stuff, I want to share with you. Because you, the younger generations, um, maybe people who aren't even born yet, you're going to have fun and you're going to have sad times and you're going to have these really hard, challenging times too. And wouldn't it be great if you knew how someone upstream, someone in an earlier generation, dealt with all of the things that you will be experiencing in your life? Not, spe- not the specifics, they'll change, but in a universal sense, right? Because we all have, every life has tragedy, is a tragedy, a comedy, and a drama. And so, People don't need the research to tell them what a gift it is to leave their stories for their children and their grandchildren and and other younger generations, people in the younger generations. Um, They don't need that research because they know it instinctually, but the research is there. There have been study after studies um, done that have identified traits like greater resiliency and a stronger sense of self-identity. All of these wonderful characteristics among people who know their family history. So these are things that, that are strong, strongly embedded in people who know their roots. Um, so when you see the odd Joe or Mary at a coffee shop struggling to get their stories down on paper, um, these are the people who know that it matters. It matters that their stories get recorded because what gets recorded gets remembered. And that, my friends, is how we can help. Because even though some people think they might possibly someday, perhaps, perchance, may want to write a book, most people don't think that. Most people have no desire to write a book. And the ones who do think that maybe they want to come to realize pretty quickly how hard writing is right? It takes serious, concentrated effort to write a book. And we as writers, we know that. We know that, um, you know, it, it takes it takes a long time to master the set of skills needed to write a book. And it goes far beyond what people learn in high school composition class. So I, I'm not saying that people have to be, you know, you have to be a professional writer in order to be successful at writing your own life story. All I'm saying is that um, 
most people either know they have no desire to write a book or they find out pretty quickly that they do not want to do it. But that doesn't change the desire to have their story told. That desire persists. It's, it's a little bit like the days of old when a scribe would set up at a local market or maybe at the train station. And for a fee, um, people could come up to that scribe and dictate a letter, right? So people still wanted to write to their loved ones or they wanted, needed to write a business letter to send off to somebody. They had the words. They had the stories. Um, they had messages that they wanted to deliver, even if they didn't have the tools to do that themselves. So that's a little analogous to what you and I are doing for people as personal historians. The words, the stories, the thoughts, the reflections, the memories, everybody has those. um, But most people need help getting them down in recording them. Um, And that is why we have the field of personal history, to help people record their stories. And the ones who really get it, the ones who understand the value that their stories have, the value of recording those stories, those are the ones who will invest their time and their money in creating a legacy project. And probably most of the people out there right now who do understand that, who recognize the value of their stories, probably most of them don't even know that you and I are here ready to help them. And when they find out, just like I've seen over and over again in the past seven years that I've been doing this, they will heave a huge sigh of relief because they will know that their stories won't be lost, that they don't have to do it by themselves, that it will get done. And the best part is that these storytellers have no idea how powerful the process will be for them to sit down with us and to tell us their stories. But that's the topic for a later episode. But that's a topic for a later episode. I hope that this has given you a good idea, not just of what personal history is, but what it can do for people. If you're just beginning your personal history career, or if you've been at it for a while and have thoughts or inspiration to share, check out my website and leave a comment in the show notes. You can find them at thelifestorycoach.com. And please take a moment to leave a review on iTunes or whichever platform you're listening to this on. It'll help others find us and it'll help keep the conversation going. Thanks for listening and until next time, happy writing. You've been listening to the Life Story Coach Podcast with your host, Amy Woods Butler.